Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition episode for somebody please let me know what I should call this. I've been doing it for, wow, it'll be two years, I think, in November. But anyway, where we tell life stories with sarcasm and smart-ass remarks, and if you listened last week, you heard a few smart-ass remarks from the physical therapist, which I learned a lot, but I had to interject like I do. And the week before, oh my God, we had debugger back, and she brought her cousin Lee along, and she whittles on people's faces for cash, and she got her... Uh, she took a six-week course that she found on a matchbook cover and turned it into six days. She was so good because she whittled sticks when she was little. Hey, anyway, today we have uh, Mr. Randy Hanna here with us and his guitar. Do you have a name for your guitar? You no, know, I don't have a name. Uh, it's a breed love. It's just a, it's a cheap little $700 acoustic electric. Wow, what I couldn't do with $700. I'm falling in love with it a little bit. Ah, there you and go. So is that a 12 or a 6 it's string? It's a 6. It's a 6. A 12 takes skill. Yeah? And they sound nice. I'll bet you go on Amazon and find skill. You know, I, I've been looking for a 12. I actually had two in my hands. We were out west the last two weeks, and I had a guild in my hand, and I had a tailor. And anyway, uh, the tailor's going to win. Okay. So, but the, that's a long ways down the road. I got a friend whose son-in-law bought a whole trailer full of Gibson guitars. Oh, good deal. From an insurance company, because that's what they do. They get they they make a deal with the insurance company, and they sell stuff any, worldwide, worldwide, and they're making tons of money. But beside the point, Randy, welcome to the Ed Hallback Show. Well, thank you so much for having me, Ed. It's well, awesome. thanks for being here. You know, I saw Randy, and I hadn't seen him in quite a few years, at Staples about five weeks ago on a Tuesday at 10.32 <laughs> a.m., and uh, he's no kidding. Yeah, why would we kid? Right. And and um, he he said uh, he's listened to my show, and I said thank you. I said, do you want to be on it? And he says, oh, I can out talk you. I go, that's a challenge. <laughs> so he's here today in the studio with his guitar, and um, we will see, you know, where this goes because we're both going to shoot from the hip. We got. Each got a, a peacemaker on our left and our right side because he just came back from out west. But Ed's is bigger, so well, he's, he's the big the, the big iron is across from me. So uh, we yeah, know who's yeah, win. whatever. It's getting deep in here. I should turn the sump pump on <laughs> down here in the down under studio. So anyway, Randy, um, you're going to strum a little bit there and and sh and show us what you can do. And if I can think of what you're doing or figure it out, I will blurt in or sing sure. along or you'll sing. Well, I just thought for fun, you know, you, fun. I kind of uh, put you on the timeline to see how old you were. And, and you're, you're still a child. But I've got a well, song that, my personality <laughs> may be a child, but my, my gray beard tells otherwise. But I thought what I would do is see if you can guess a song or two. We won't... Uh, we won't bore the whole crowd with it, but. Well, I think a lot of my listeners. Yeah. Maybe mine or your age. Okay. And just FYI, Randy's younger than me. Not by much. That's the giveaway. I don't. I don't know what you're doing. We're doing a little. Ooh, what a lucky man! Oh, he was. I, Song I, written by a, a 12 year old, Emerson Lake and Palmer, and actually yeah. one of the one of the guys when they did their first album, 
they needed one more song. And he had written this when he was 12. Yeah. And they popped it back in and went around with it. And boom, big hit for him. But that's, uh, I thought that'd be like right, right around your age. It was in the early Yeah, I love Emerson, 70s. Lake, and Palmer. Yeah. But I, I just couldn't put my finger on it because probably I'm thinking, where the heck is this going to go instead of focusing on, on <laughs> what you're playing? Because, right. uh, uh, yeah, 12 years old. Wow. That's pretty neat. So, yeah, it is. So I, you know, what I just, I, what I like to do is just find some old songs from the old times and try to learn them and and just have fun with them. Like Gene Autry's yeah, uh, Cattle Call by uh, No, no, Gene Autry. Wait, he had a Christmas song, Rudolph the Red Nosed yeah, Reindeer. Yeah. yeah, can you do that one? I probably couldn't right now. Okay, yeah, it's not cold enough. It. It's not cold enough. But yeah, I get Gene it. was the singing cowboy. He yeah, was, he was the cream of the crop, cream of the crop. And of course, you got. You know, Roy Rogers did that same thing. Yeah, and his horse Trigger. Yeah. And his wife Dale. Yeah. So. Palomino. Oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> Boy, you're taking me down um, memory lane here, Mr. Randall. Yeah. Mr. Randall Hanna. What can I say? All um, right. Well, do you have a song called What Can I Say? I, I have a song that I've written. But, uh, I really don't want to put the words to it because I haven't got it, you know, copyrighted yet. Okay. I just got some chords that I kind of came up with. All right. Pick it loud and pick it hard. Okay. I'll, I'll give that a whirl. I'm going to grab my pick here so we can hear. All right. Here we go. big secret I'm, I'm coming up so if if anybody's listening that's old like myself you know we used to call them albums and i've so i've got enough songs written for an album an if album. there's anybody out there that's listening that would like to produce that get a hold of it uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no it's just, it's just fun stuff to do it's just a, it's just a pastime um this Saturday at Bash at the Lake in Clear that's, Lake. That's right. If we can talk about that for a minute. We can. I'll start the timer. One <clears throat> okay, minute, that's well, 60 seconds. Uh, I'm going to have a little tent there, and there's going to be four guitars. It's just for little kids, uh, old kids, whoever wants to just come and grab a guitar and learn a little bit about it. It's going to well, be called Guitar Guy, and that's going to be me. Um, it's not lessons. It's exposure to guitars, and so that'll be in the park. And I'm so going to send my grandson come on. over. Oh, I'd love to see him. Come on in and, and learn a little bit about, about the guitar world. Oh, There's that, my plug. Okay. Was that 60 seconds? Uh, I'm, that, I'm, do I owe you for that? No, no okay. you're, good, you're good. You're golden awesome. on that. Yeah. So you picked up the guitar in your retirement for something to do? I did. Um, sadly, I, gave, I had a guitar from 1971 or two, a, a Hondo, which is a super cheap guitar. I uh, gave that away a few years ago and wish I hadn't. Um, but I picked the... Picked but the recipient one. was grateful. The recipient was. I actually gave it to Zion Church right in Clear Lake. Oh, okay. So they've got it probably still. But I picked one up. Uh, this is a breed love, and uh, they're made out in Oregon. Or actually, this one probably was made in China, but the higher-end ones are, are made out there in Oregon. And uh, So just I just fiddled with that, and it's... Like I say, it keeps me out of trouble, Ed. 
Yeah, I always, you know, you know people ask me, Ed, are, are you staying out of trouble? I said, define trouble, and then we'll have a conversation. Well, can you define trouble? Can I define trouble? My dad could define trouble. I'm sure. Uh, three lessons from him, and uh, that's all it took. Wow, and you're a quick, quick yeah, study. Well, it didn't take much, but uh, three lessons from him on trouble was, you know, always tell the truth. You never have to try to remember what you say. I agree to that. You hang around with thieves and you become a thief. That was right. the second one. And the third one was, if your signature and your word isn't any good, nothing else you ever do will ever matter. And that was a pretty good one. So <laughs> I stayed away from that, and I was kept a clean nose growing up. Oh, there you go. And your dad uh, was a wise man. He was a good guy. Yeah. I miss him every day. Yeah. That's, that's one thing about life. The people we love, we're going to lose them. Yeah. Or they're going to lose us, and we hope they loved us. Oh, or them. Does that go backwards? Did I say that right? I think you said that perfectly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's just the way it goes, because uh, that's life, as well, they say. the most meaningful thing, if we can get a little sentimental. Here's a box of tissue yeah, right here the, on that credenza. The most meaningful thing ever told to me was by my mother. She died at age 52. I oh, my. I to see her uh, for the last time, and uh, my dad was an old crusty Marine. And real tough through the whole time when she, she was on her deathbed. And and she pulled me aside one night. She said, you know, your dad acts like he, you know, this isn't bothering him. But late at night when I'm laying in bed and he thinks I'm asleep, I can hear him in the kitchen crying. And wow. that always tore at me. I thought, well, here's this woman on her deathbed. Who's she thinking of? Her spouse. So, yeah. You know, I was blessed with great parents. Uh, both of them are gone now, but I learned a lot from both of them. So I didn't have a lot of trouble to be worried about because uh, they steered me away from that at a, at a young age. Oh, Krusty Marine, was he a World War II vet? He was. Uh, he got in right after Korea had started but didn't see any action. Okay. But, uh, he reminded us that he was a Marine when we were <laughs> on the farm. <laughs> I, I'm sure in many ways. Yeah, we we uh, no questioning what he wanted done, you know, on the farm. But it was it was a good way to grow up. It was, right. it was fun. Yeah, yeah. Those those were great times yeah. growing up. Uh, so so yeah. Who's do you know any Beatles songs? <clears throat> you know, I don't. I don't do any Beatles songs. I just yeah. you know. To be honest with you, and you know what I do is I go on the ultimate guitar tabs if I like a song, punch it in, read it, you know, as as I'm playing. It, yeah. So. so what's one of your favorite that I might be able to guess that make me look good? Well, hey, okay, so we'll we'll look and find one of those. Okay. Here's, here's one here that if you can't guess this one, we maybe have to have a talk after. All right then. You know, uh, I'll, I'll hit the record stop button in a <laughs> nanosecond. So, right. you must have good eyesight to be able to read that off your phone. Well, I got to get it to the right. You know, here I'm trying to stay kind of close to the mic, but then I can't read it. So, I have that eye problem that you get when you turn 40. You, you probably don't have that yet. <laughs> I had my eyes fixed. Moody 
blues. Just what the truth is. I can't say anymore. And what do we do? See if you can do this with me. Because I love you. I don't think I can reach that. Dogs are wondering what's going on. Wow, it is. that was awesome. So you guessed it, and I sang it. So let's let's call that one good. Well, I, it took me a while, though. <laughs> it took me a while, but yeah, the Moody Blues there. That's a great. I love the Moody Blues. You know. You know what I, I've been listening to lately on Pandora is a Marshall Tucker band. Oh yeah, I, I do. Can't you see? Yeah. I have to whistle it because I can't do the the. the Flute, but yeah, yeah. And Jethro Tull could teach you how to do the flute. Is he still alive? Jethro Tull, that group, Jethro Tull. I don't know if they're still around. Um, had a good friend in high school that introduced me to Jethro Tull, the James Gang, all those neat. You know, Joe Walsh back in the day, he was was the James Gang. Quick story in the James Gang. Used to be five guys. They were going to Detroit for a show. Two of them quit. Joe Walsh and the other two guys went on as a trio. They said if we play one song, we get paid. They liked how they sounded, and that's how the James Gang came around. Three guys. Wow. They beat the doors by one, as far as members. That's pretty pretty good. Well, ZZ Top, three guys. ZZ Top. I saw guys. them here at the Surf Ballroom. They're, Super talented. They're, I love their music, but... The, how do they flip the guitar and not get it in the beard, though? That's what I want to know. Have you ever seen them doing that? Yeah, yes, I saw yeah. them live on stage. I never thought of that. <laughs> yeah, one of those guys passed away this past yeah. year. Billy? <clears throat> I think it might have been Billy. I'm not sure. So yeah, yeah. They, they, they didn't have a big stage presence. No. But, boy, they could play. But recently, I got to see one... Pro it, the minute I say it, one of my all-time favorites, then I'll think back at something sure. else. Well, that's but, why we're here. Uh, over my birthday weekend, my wife took me to Minnesota, and we saw Chicago. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was not a very large venue. You know, it wasn't mm -hmm. Shea Stadium, you know, right. with the Beatles. But uh, it, it was it was nice. And those guys, I was Googling them. They're mid-70s, they and they're young. still belting it out. They've got great voices. They have great songs. I can remember what I remember about Chicago was slow dancing to some of their songs in eighth grade. And they'd come out and I'm like, okay, is anybody going to want to dance with old Rand? I mean, you, you usually know. <laughs> I think that's every eighth grade boy's uh, yeah, it was, uh, wish or fear. It was fun. The fear, yeah, yeah. We can, and we won't talk, we won't go there. How's that? No, sound? We don't need to. No. No. No, everybody out there listening's been there, done that, right? That's right. You know, the neatest uh, experience I ever had at a concert was probably 1980. Ted Nugent. Oh yeah. Over, or Austin at the Riverside Arena. Really, Ted was there. Front, I stood in the front and I watched that man play guitar with my mouth open for. He played for two or two and a half hours, and after he was done, he went to got ice cream. My friend saw him in the, one of the ice cream stores up there in Austin, but. Cat scratch wow. fever. Yeah, that's those yeah, cat yeah. scratch fever. Uh, Stranglehold is my favorite. Oh, okay. Eight, eight minute solo on the on the guitar. Wow. And, but Ted's pretty quiet. You can't really get him to say much. <laughs> he's, he's, you know, you don't. You, you Not very outspoken. And we won't break any rules because. Uh, yeah. But yeah. anyway. Yeah, he's got a mind of his own. He does. He does. And he's not afraid to verbalize. But it. he's not young either. He's seventy-one, two, three, and and yeah. 
but it's kind of neat because all of you know, Ed, you were born right, right when the, the real good rock and roll started. And I kind of got to see the second chapter with like the Leonard Skinner and, and then that type of thing. You know, I think Leonard Skinner might see. I I flop and say if somebody says, "What what's your all time favorite classic rock band?" Yep. And I say Lawrence Welk, and they look at me funny, <laughs> and it's like, no, 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 no. The one, the, the two, exactly. Yeah. You, you know. ever see Lawrence's tan? And when you watch old Lawrence Welk shows, that man... I don't. I had to watch him every Saturday night growing up. a lot of time up. on the beach in California. You can just look at the back of his neck when he's directing sometime. Next time you watch Lawrence Welk... I probably won't watch that, him. That, yeah, that dude was... A, he was an animal. I mean, it was just... From was, North Dakota, from wasn't North he? North Dakota. And a good old accordion player. Yep. Great guy. Fun Time Band. <laughs> he did good. Yeah. Yeah, It it it's crazy... Boy, we're taking a trip down memory lane here. Uh, I have to keep looking at my driver's license to see if I'm really that old or not. Who is this? Yeah. It's like, who is this guy? I know he's a big, bald guy, but uh, he, he likes his music. I didn't go to a lot of concerts growing up because I was too cheap. Okay. Just like I didn't buy a lot of eight tracks. Sure, I had a lot of those. Yeah, well, you probably had the big I fake the big alligator guys. case mm-hmm. that held like 50 or 60. I did. Still it, remember the one I when I took my wife out on the first date. I put the Eagles in, greatest uh, hits. Yeah. Had to be just right, you know. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I was late picking her up, but, you know, we went to Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And she asked me, what's going on? I said, I don't know, but I knew I was doing okay because... She put her hand on my leg, and the first. Well, day, this, this leg, is uh, this is a G-rated show. Okay, sorry. Anyway, it was it was exciting in the eight-track tapes. Uh, they they were they were important to have back in the seventies. Yeah, and they had the good ones. And then it went to cassette. Yep. And then it went to CDs. Yep. And now we just stream it. Now we just grab the phone and go. What do you want to hear? Yeah. Hey Siri, play. <laughs> You know, Leonard Skinner yep. or play, uh, who's a Pink Floyd. I Pink love Pink Floyd. Yeah, Pink Floyd. I can put on my my noise-canceling Bose headsets and get lost in Pink Floyd. Where does the time go? Yeah. And Skinner's my band. I, I love Skinner's stuff. And uh, you know, I remember when their plane crashed. I was a junior in high school. I was the smallest starting lineman in the North Iowa Conference for two years. Oh, yeah? You and, get put on your backside a few times. You know, I. You know how you can tell you when you're no good, Ed. Your two, backside two, of your two, jersey. Two, two ways you can tell that you're no good in sports is if they never double team you, and the other one is if you don't win. You know, you got to win games. But anyway, we had fun. But anyway, uh, it was the night before our last game as a junior that Skinner's plane went down, and uh, it just kind of all fell apart from there. You know, as far as. Uh, the football was over, and the fun with Skinner was over, and it was a, it was a sad. That was the day the music died for me. You know, yeah. Skinner crash. You know, we'd lost Elvis died about three months before then, and uh, that was a tough year. Yeah, for the music world. And isn't that funny how how we think back and different things that happened in our lives date us to what yes. we remember and everything. Yep. Well, look at here. Where does the time go in our lives and in our podcast? I mean, <laughs> I mean, here we are at the mark because I try and keep everything for 20 minutes because yep. the average American has a 20-minute commute to work okay. and home. So that way uh, they can listen to my show. See, there's a method to my madness. Not everybody understands that. So right now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quiz the audience. Okay. E- 
everybody who wants Randy to come back and BS some more about classic rock and roll, clap your hands. <laughs> oh, I'm going to stay neutral on that one. There's, there's nobody. Well, yeah, there's nobody here in the studio. No. Well, I'm sure they're clapping. You know, the seismic meter out in Denver, Colorado, <laughs> will probably erupt after this. This uh, people listen to this. But Randy, thank you so much. It's yeah. been a blast. It's been fun. I'm offering you to come back again well, sometime. Sure, when, I'd love to. When, when you, you have when you get time. a big gap and you say, "God, I, I suppose we could put him back on." I'd love to do, do that. Do you like you want me to say it with attitude like that or just a text message? Because yeah. they're kind of generic, right? Sure. Right? Yeah. yeah, give me the text message. Let me figure it out. All, All right, right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have as much fun listening to Randy as I do and or did. And until um, next time, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell the guy under the in the box under the viaduct. Listen to the Ed Hallback Show. Just go to edhallback.com and you can find me there. So, once again, until next time, unless I think of something else to throw in there. Bye-bye.